Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. This is the weekly forecast for the week starting with our fantastic new moon in Virgo, um, September 6th. So it is also going to be uh, Labor Day this Monday. And so um, hopefully that will give everyone extra time to do some new moon rituals. Uh, we have we have some intense energy happening with this new moon. And I would like to give a general story arc for the week before we dig into the individual energies that we'll be feeling with the new moon. Okay, so first things first, we're kicking, if you haven't listened to the monthly forecast, please do so. I also included Sunday in the weekend forecast. So if you haven't listened to that, that will be helpful. When we're kicking off this week in Virgo, we have also a very momentous sort of energy in the ethers, and that is the pending um, Mercury retrograde. So when something gets ready to go retrograde, it has this pre-shadow. And when you start to look at... um, what a retrograde is. I'm, I'm laughing because I just feel like there is so much energy around this Mercury retrograde in Libra. And every time I try to talk about it, it feels like there's a million different, um, activations that come through. Like, don't forget this. Don't forget that. Don't forget this. It's very airy, very air sign, right? All of our Mercury retrogrades in 2021 are under the air sign. So first we went through Aquarius, Then we went in with Mercury retrograde in Gemini, which felt really wonky for a lot of people. Um, And it, it got, it got kind of intense. And then now we're going to have Mercury in Libra. And so as we get ready for this retrograde in Libra, which will be September 27th to October 18th, the pre-shadow Um, The pre-retrograde shadow starts September 6th and the post-retrograde shadow ends November 2nd. When we're looking at the shadow periods, we're wanting to, you know, connect to the concept that. So we want to connect to, I had to uh, mute to ask, answer a question to one of the kids. And then I forgot about the lady. I forgot that you might hear that. So When we connect, what we want to connect to the concept of when we're talking about, you know, Mercury retrograde and the pre-shadow and the post-shadow, right, is that during Mercury retrograde, this is like a time of, um, of evaluating, re-evaluating, and then acting a little bit differently, right? So there's three phases sort of to a Mercury retrograde as we feel it as a human being on planet Earth. So there's a two-week period before Mercury retrograde and a two-week period after retrograde where we are starting to interact with the degrees of Libra that Mercury will retrograde through. So when we say that there's a pre-shadow that starts on September 6th with the new moon, what that means is we're beginning the segments of the chart, the astrological placements of the 15 degrees that Mercury is going to move through station retrograde and then move back through this 15 degrees, then station direct and move back through that same 15 degrees for the third and final time. So when I talk about Mercury retrogrades, I talk about it as Mercury, the avatar entering a party. And that's what I consider to be 
the post shadow period. And I always visualize this as a ballroom with one door on one side and a door on the other side. So when you enter into the pre-shadow period, you are entering the ballroom. Everything that Mercury touches, feels, experiences within the ballroom is the 15 degrees of the retrograde. Mercury will move through the ballroom. It will interact with any planetary movements happening there. It'll have aspects to other planetary happenings. We will experience things in the communications. We will have logic and reasoning impacted by this. Mercury will be moving through the ballroom for the very first time. It will get to the end of the ballroom, but instead of exiting as normal, Mercury will then station retrograde grade and we'll have to go back through the ballroom and now we'll kind of experience everything it already experienced but from the other side of the ballroom so it'll meet the people it left last first it will interact with different planets and aspects from a different angle it will move back through this 15 degrees it will now have learned everything forwards and backwards and it will begin its final movement through the ballroom where it will be wiser (laughs) and a little wearier and it will make its final movement through the ballroom where it will then leave so that's what we mean by the sixth being the new moon in virgo but also the pre-shadow um beginning of mercury retrograde This is when Mercury enters the ballroom with which it dances during the retrograde. And so we will start to notice concepts that we will be dealing with during the the Mercury retrograde as we are also experiencing our new moon in Virgo. So it's important to remember that Virgo is a mutable earth sign and Libra is a cardinal air sign. So we have this adaptable earth energy that we're building new moon intentions with and then cardinal energy right with mercury reasoning logical communications um under the sign of libra could get libra's already so communicative they never stop talking mercury and libra is going to be very talky 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 and so as we get into that we're going to feel more and more and more so this is the energy which we start the week off in Midweek, I expect that almost everyone will be feeling some sort of retrograde lag, right? With the new moon in Virgo, there's going to be so much analyzing and list making and intention setting and how do I want to feel and how do I want to move and how do I want to look and um, getting back to basics and getting back to the, the work energy, right. And the work a day and the chores and summer's starting to feel over and just kind of moving through that sort of energy. We have so many retrogrades. We have like six major planetary retrogrades. We have some asteroids in retrograde. So we have a lot of internal hemming and hawing here. Right. And we have this new moon in Virgo that could just start, start to really, wear on us, but you want to dig in and do the work because it is supported to have some integration here. We have Mars trying Pluto on Monday, um, along with the new moon. So we can be a little bit more assertive and we can bring some of our hidden stuff up and out of us and start to alchemize that and bring it into success and to bring it in, like leverage it into action and strategy, right? It's really supportive of this new moon energy. 
We also have Venus trying Jupiter in a peak way at the beginning of this week with the new moon. So that brings a little bit more optimism. Um, it brings more interconnectedness. It brings more expansion in how we deal with other people's, how we love people, how we create harmony. The home should feel supported. New moon rituals are a great time to clean the home and set the tone of the home, right? Um, and so that's going to be supported in a major way. Um, and you should be feeling pretty lovely, right? Like, like you want to be loved and you want to love, and it's generally supported at the beginning of this week quite nicely. We also have the sun trine Uranus retrograde. So real strong influences from that, like massive solar flare, right? Like more internal awareness of how you are in the world, more intuitive, more, how do you show up? How do you how do you rebel? How can your actual daily life be a rebellion to the oppression you experienced as a child, right? Where can you bring more self-confidence? Where can you bring more yang to your inner quirkiness, right? Or your, your weirdo, where can you let your freak flag fly, not fry, fly in a way that feels like movement and like being seen is very important, right? So set some intentions around being more you it's supported, we also have really great energy between Mars and Jupiter from for the whole week, right? Almost. So like Mars quincux Jupiter is going to give us that strategic strength and expansive, expansive initiation energy, right? Like pull the trigger on some of your dreams, get, get, <laughs> I want to say pull the trigger, but don't be impulsive, right? Don't, don't do the Mars and Aries energy, right? Where you've got to, we've got to remember that we're working with where we are, when we are, you know, um, my friend said to me this weekend, wherever you are, be the soul of that place. And I forget who she said, said that the first time. Um, but I keep saying that's like the real fancy poetic thing of what I say, when I say, be where your feet are, <laughs> right? Wherever you are, be the soul of that place. Um, I really like, so we want to remember where we are and Mars is in Virgo friends, right? Mars in, is in Virgo until the 14th of September. So this new moon, when we say that the Mars is Queen Kong's Jupiter, Mars is not in Aries right now. Mars is taking action from Virgo space, right? So we're expanding and strategizing within the scope of Virgo. With this new moon in Virgo, with the sun in Virgo, we'll have the moon in Virgo, we'll have Mars in Virgo. This is a very, very analytical time. So use that analytics for your benefit. Then come Tuesday, the moon enters Libra. Um, we will get some more harmonizing energy going. We will feel a little bit more. I want to say that um, after this new moon, you're going to feel like your lists are conducive to life. So you want to make lists under the, under Virgo that you can then take into Libra and decide how to best implement it in a way that feels balanced for, for the good of all right in your life. It's not just about you. We are noticing though, that that Mercury pre-shadow is going to start showing up. You're going to start seeing communications, right? You want to watch Mercury and how Mercury is interacting. Once it gets into the, the pre-shadow, you want to see like, okay, how, how am I thinking? How, how am I reasoning? How am I communicating? Where is my mind? How am I absorbing information? Is something off? Am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling, um, 
like, uh, is my mind running? Are my thoughts racing? Like, how is your brain sauce doing? These are going to start being themes throughout Mercury retrogrades. So pay attention to how it kicks in on Tuesday. Um, the new moon is still going to be very present, but we're going to have a little bit more movement with it. On Wednesday, we have a 22 master day, right? And so we will have a surge of energy there. And it's important because when we look at September, we have a 22 master day on Wednesday, September 8th, and we have another one um, towards the end of the month on the 26th. And the one on the 26th is the last 22 master day of 2021. And so we have two of them within September. That means it's go time, right? It's creation time. When we see, you know, 11 master days, we know, Hey, we're on the right track. Hey, this is our path. Hey, this is aligning with angelic and universal support. We see 22 master day it's go time. It's creation time. It's movement time. It's happening. You weren't right. Like dreams are lame. <laughs> this is happening now. This is reality now, right? That's what that 22 master energy kind of comes through with. And so we get an energy surge and, and you want to make sure you're remembering your new moon intentions and you're getting that energy surge behind them. Then we go into Thursday and Thursday is a nine, nine day. So um, every month we have one, right? One, one, two, two, three, three, and so forth. Nine, nine, we will spend it with some real powerful energy behind us. Again, it's very, um, what's the way I want to say this? It's a very auspicious, right? Thing to have so much numerology kind of play out. It lets you know that this is a go time right? Uh, when you talk about the number nine, it's like completion, right? So when we look at a power day of nine, nine, we're really completing summer, right? We're, we're setting the new moon intentions for fall, which is part of our cycle inward. And, and that number nine, the power day of nine is, is more of a cyclical spirally type of number, right? Three, six, nine. And we, want to see, okay, we're part of, we're part of a bigger process, but here we are, we're completing a cycle. We're beginning again. Um, and that takes action and that takes initiation. And that's where it's going to be very conducive to have the moon then moving through Libra and have more cardinal energy there. It's a very good time to be aware. So with that power day of nine, nine, we're completing some of the summer stuff. We're working with our new moon intentions. We're staying very aware very aware. And we're just sort of getting ready to cycle forward. Now, Friday, September 10th, the moon enters Scorpio. Um, this is important. Put that on your calendar. Um, <laughs> when the moon enters Scorpio, we get deeper into our emotions. We get a little darker in the ethers, right? Otherworldly, we get more transformative. Our shadows tend to come up and out of us a little more intensely. Scorpio is a fixed water sign. So we will feel here, right? There will be intimacy, intuition, psychic awareness. At the same time, Mercury in its pre-shadow will start to interact in a quincunx manner to Uranus retrograde. And so Mercury will be creating in the pre in the ballroom, 
right? Mercury will be dancing with Uranus retrograde. Mercury is dancing with Uranus and Uranus is pushing that Mercury energy inward into you. Reason and logic and how do you feel? Um, And this could make you feel a little anxious if you're not all the way ready to go there, but you need to be ready to go there because at about 4.30 p.m. on Friday, September 10th, the moon moves into Scorpio at around 2 a.m. Eastern, 4.30-ish p.m. Eastern, Venus moves into Scorpio where Venus will stay until October 7th. So we have this real scorpio energy, right? Real fall, real dark. The dark energy starts to pick in. Dark in a good way, remember. Inner world dark, psychicness dark, otherworldly support dark. We're starting to get deeper, more intimate. We're starting to know each other without all the flashy, singy lights of summer, right? Who are we really? We're starting to get into that Scorpio energy. And so be prepared. (laughs) Um, Mercury's dancing with Uranus retrograde as the moon enters Scorpio and Venus is in Scorpio. They're, they're hooking up a little bit. So think about it that way, right? That, that, that energy is in the air. How can you, when Mercury's quincunx Uranus retrograde, how can you reason and logic more about who you actually are inside individuality. How can you bring your individuality up and out of you? How can you honor it? How can you make yourself aware of it? How can you bring it up and out of you? How can you communicate it out into the world? How can you communicate it out into the ethers? How can you be more authentically you, right? Come Friday and moon and Scorpio is going to help you feel those feels and Venus and Scorpio is going to help you connect to others with those feels. So really start to get there. Then on Saturday, September 11th, we have Jupiter semi-sextile Pluto. It's been here for a bit, right? At least a couple weeks. It's going to be here until the 22nd, but it brings some expansion from those weird, (laughs) I won't say weird, those deep personal intuition um, energies It's expanding from the place of authenticity of who you are, who, what you were born to do and how you were born to do it. And then Sunday, September 12th, the moon was into Sagittarius and we'll have way more energy, um, moving in that direction. So it's a good week. It's very new moon oriented. We're going to take our new moon intentions with Virgo. We're going to make a lot of lists by the end of the week. We're going to be swimming in the Scorpio energy. Mercury is going to be dancing with Uranus retrograde. We're going to be getting real. We're going to be having feels. So you want to get your list together, start your planner, get it together, have a smoothie, right? Whatever you choose to do, get that going early on in the week. Um, Everyone, I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you soon.